this is Fortune Edwards of the Brill Hub. Welcome to this week's episode of The Impact. See, it's always a wonderful time to share value-driven information with you guys, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Last week, we had about nine traders share their journey trading, and it was awesome. Yeah, this week, we will step further in this trading series and we'll talk about common mistakes forex traders make. You see, it's quite exciting that literally anyone that has a computer or a phone you know, an internet connection and like just a few hundred bucks, you know, some dollars here and there can start trading the forex market. So this ease of entrance makes it one of the most accessible day trading markets in the world. However, this does not guarantee, you know, rapid profits. It is a highly complicated market, the forex market, and traders who rush into it, you know, without proper preparation, risk making costly mistakes, yeah. Before you go and think about these mistakes I'm going to talk about in tonight's episode. So since these are the most common reasons beginner forex traders fail. So first thing, first mistake I will talk about is a lot of traders skip the learning process. The trading is a skill, yeah, and mastering this skill takes time, just like mastering any other skill in the world. And like any other skill, you can either acquire it via trial and error, or you learn from an expert just to shorten the learning curve, you know, the span or the time it takes you to learn. You get so both are required in practice, both learning via trial and error and also learning from an expert, they are required in practice. So think about um, this hypothetical scenario. Is self-actually medical doctor who just goes ahead to start operating on patients or administering drugs without any formal education. Heck, even those who have the formal education still take out time to practice as trainees under the supervision of a more experienced personnel. But here you are trying to trade the financial market without either of the two. I mean, come think of it. One of the most common mistakes a lot of beginner traders make is assuming they can succeed without any prior trading experience or expertise. You'll be surprised at how many novice traders believe they are exceptional and they can earn money you know, instantly from the markets. These illusions are, are always short-lived because they tend to die in time and they are always costly because <laughs> you just end up blowing away hundreds or even thousands of dollars. The difficulty with newbies and trains is that they always mistake luck for skill, especially when their first trade ends up a win. Ah! This is like the worst thing that can never happen to you once you just you know, phone an account and you start trading and it ends up a win. Oh my god. You just tend to believe that trading is luck, trading is luck, and all of that, which is very wrong. So, if you want to surpass, you know, a lot of forex newbies right in the market, you need to invest in learning, invest in a trading school or a trading, you know, academy that can actually help you learn how to trade the market. Need to, you know, show you how the market works. Well, I hope you learn from the billion hub, but if it's not from billion hub, please look for other reliable ways to learn and don't attempt to run before you have mastered the ability to work. You know, learn the fundamentals first, then start modestly and gradually, you know, moving up to your desired targets. Forget get rich quick schemes. Forex is not a get rich quick scheme. You know, if you want successful, take away that instant gratification mindset from trading. You know, put more time and money into obtaining a decent forex education. You know, doing this itself is an investment in yourself. So like I said, first mistake many traders make is keeping the learning process. And this is not something you should be doing. Second one a lot of traders do is expecting instant gratification. This is almost like this one because, I mean, it is the fact that you put instant gratification that will make you want to skip the learning process. Many newcomers to forex trading are motivated by the desire to get wealthy, you know, rapidly. They want to start making money sharp, sharp. And this leads them to making mistakes 
we must first learn how to create realistic objectives in order to stay motivated and disciplined. Things that are achievable, not building castles in the air like, you know, we posted on our first medium post. You should not be doing this, all right? So if you don't create objectives that you can really achieve, they will only be a source of frustration and disappointment rather than a hard but durable target, all right? Create things that are realistic. Don't rely on instant gratification. Like I said, trading is not a get-rich-quick scheme. So first common mistake a lot of traders make is keeping a learning process. Second one is expecting instant gratification. Third one, okay, this is really surprising because I'm sure this is not something you expect, but third one is trading with the wrong broker. Yes, you know, I think there was not enough to understand when it comes to forex trading. Yeah, the forex broker you pick is also a very, very important thing, a very important decision. That's like the first trade you will make because it's like a transaction. You are trusting these guys with your money with the expectation that when you eventually make profit, yeah, you are going to withdraw and then things will go well for you and all of that. Yeah, so the broker you choose is also very important. So your broker is that thing you are entrusting with all of your trading capital with the assumption that you'll be able to trade with it and extract your winnings when the time comes. You might have the best forex trading skills, no excellent skills, but if your broker steals your funds or your hard work and study will be for nothing. Trust me. And I've actually experienced this, you know, I remember in my early days of trading, I think two months after I learned trading, January 2020, I learned in October and November 2019, in January 2020, I, I found this broker and it's called Wings Door Broker. And it's so sad, yeah. What made me join the broker was because I saw they were giving a $30 welcome bonus and it was, <laughs> they were giving a $30 welcome bonus and attracted me to them. So eventually, long story short, it was a scam broker, you know. I also know somebody I met during the long term. I think his name was Joseph. Eventually, he also had that issue. Funded on the broker because they were giving 100% deposit bonus, funded $300 and then zero. Run with his money. I mean, he had an account that was trading, but when it was time to withdraw, they no greedy give up money. So you see, you need to be very careful of the broker you choose when trading the forex market. Okay, consider what you want to achieve. You know, consider what your broker can provide. You know, seek referrals from reputable sources. Ask people who have been in the market. Yeah, then you cannot go ahead to test the broker with small amounts and don't just jump in because you see they are giving hundred percent deposit bonus or two hundred percent deposit bonus. The broker you choose is very, very good. Alright, so that's like the third common mistake a whole lot of traders make. A fourth one is something you must have heard several, but I'm going to you know, talk about it very well tonight. Trading without a plan. You know, a whole lot of people just jump into the market without proper planning. Why? Because they didn't even understand the market. Heck, some people have learned about the market, but they didn't even you know, take time to put structures in place. A trading plan is just like the foundation you build or the foundation you lay when you want to build a house. If there's no foundation, what will happen? The house will collapse in a matter. It's just a number of probably days or even hours, yeah. No, once one heavy flood just comes, zoom, sweeps off the house. And that was how the market sweeps off the account of traders who trade without trading plan. Okay. You see, a trading plan or strategy is outlined in a written document. You know, your strategy is always outlined in your trading plan. And what this trading plan does is that it establishes the manner in which, you know, you want to approach the markets. Your strategy is something that should specify what markets you trade, when you trade them, and the period of time you employ in analyzing or executing trades in the market. You know, your risk management rules should also be outlined in your plan, as well as how you enter and exit the market for both winning trades and losing trades. You know, a whole lot of traders plan for wins. Okay, when I'm in a win, 100 pips profit, I'm going to run away. Boom, 50 pips profit. But what of if you are losing? Do you even plan for your losses? See, 
that aside, it's one thing to have a plan, it's another thing to follow the plan. <laughs> a whole lot of traders plan, you know, they make plans, oh yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, this, that, but they make plans that they don't end up following. Why? Because they have a damaged psychology. Like I always say, yeah, the average human is not wired to properly trade the financial markets. So when you're not wired to trade the financial markets, you can even create a plan, but you don't even follow that plan. See, you are just taking unnecessary risk if you don't have a training strategy. It's just like gambling. So before you even attempt to trade the forex market with real money, ensure you create a trading strategy and a trading plan. Not only create a tested for profitability on a demo account. I always tell my students to trade on demo for at least six months. Yeah, it might look long to you, but yes, it's long because trading is a long-term game. It's not something just coming to make money and run up. No. It's a long-term game. Number five common mistakes a whole lot of traders make is trading without risk management rules. And I mentioned this in the trading plan, but risk management rules are so special that I had to, you know, seclude them and segregate them to dissect why you need risk management rules. See, money and risk management rules must be cooked into your trading plan. Now, I use that word cooked. That's the, how important it is. In fact, it must be baked into your trading plan if you want your winning trades to outnumber your, your losses. You know? Establishing how much of your money you are willing to risk on each trade is an important aspect of your risk management plan. The day traders should aim to risk no more than 0.5% of their account on a single trade. Yeah, I used to say 1%, but when I started trading larger accounts, I knew that 1% was even on the high side. Risk just very little. 0.5% of your account on every trade. And what does that mean? That means if you take a trade and it hits your stop loss and results you know, in a capital loss, you're not going to lose more than 0.5%. You are in control of your loss. You know, this implies that even if you lose several transactions, several trades in a row, you only lose a tiny portion of your account. At the same time, your losses are going to be recouped if you gain more than 1% on the profitable trade. Now, this is where risk to reward ratio comes in. This might sound complex to you, but not to worry, yeah. Like if you've been watching out for my updates, you see that I have a risk management workshop, a three-day workshop coming up where we'll be discussing risk management and I'll be showing you how to set solid risk management strategies in place, solid structures. Yeah, very solid ones. It's, it's tagged El Matadero. El Matadero means the slaughterhouse. Why did I give this name? Because I saw that risk management, yeah, body management is like this slaughterhouse, like where a lot of traders get killed, literally slaughtered. Yeah, so it is something you should learn. Controlling daily losses and that part of risk management. Even if you risk about a certain percentage on every trade, you should also have a maximum daily loss. That is okay. If I lose this number of trades in this day, I'm done. Right? Or if I lose a certain amount, I'm done. And you actually you are actually done. When you say you're done, you actually walk out of the market. It's one thing to say you're done, it's another thing to actually be done in quotes. <laughs> Trading is not a child's play. So you should actually set a percentage of how much money you are willing to lose in a day and train yourself to stop at that percentage. If you allow yourself to trade without these rules, without these structures in place, trading now becomes an addiction. That's why you see some people, they tell you they've been on the chart for eight hours, nine hours. What are you doing? What you will find? Profitable traders don't spend that much long on the chart. They just go to their charts, go there, do their, you know, 10, 20 minutes analysis, and they're out, 29, 50, 100 out. It's good, yeah, in your early days, it's very good. But when you grow, you do not need to spend this much time on your chart because trading is not a full-time game. It's something you just do, you know, just by the side. Have a good life. Enjoy a good life. Risk management will help you set this thing in place, all right? Other risk management tips include sticking to your risk-reward ratio, like I said, at least one to three, at least. You know, now I won't say one to five because, you know, the market has got a stricter. You know, and maintain a constant risk level. Know that when you start making profit, now you now start increasing your risk. That is so wrong, very wrong. Yeah. So that is like the fifth common mistake traders make: trading without risk management rules. 
six months adding to losing positions oh my god i'm a victim of this one i used to be a victim not i am my enemy is actually i remember what blew my first account it was me adding to losing positions the coming of it i was trading a hundred dollar account those of you who know how trading goes yeah i was trading a hundred dollar account at that time i was using 0.10 less and that's one dollar per pip what that means is if the market moves one tip in my direction i make one dollar if it moves two pips i make two dollars move three pips i make three dollars like that market moves 30 pips against my direction so i was losing 30 dollars what did i do i added on that position thinking oh yeah my own order should be able to push the market up. i was selling nzd usd that basically in my head i was using a samsung a20 that time in fact right now as i'm directing this story i'm seeing the loss i'm seeing the screen in my head Long story short, I built that account. I opened about four or five positions on NZDUSD with the same 0.01 loss size. In minutes, the account was born. Funny thing that I was at the barber shop. I mean, I was literally having my hair cut and I was looking at my phone like I could not even take my eyes off it. You know, so it's crazy. So don't act losing positions. See, when you are losing money, it's a good idea to cut your losses. You know, leave the markets. Many traders, however, feel to do so, especially beginner traders. They cling to, they not cling to their losses. You know, they are losing positions and you go for reversing. You know to their favor or they even put more money and that's what that's like one thing you should never do i mean why why do we even do such thing well they do something because they believe that the market will reverse in their favor and that their present losses will turn blue allowing them to make even more money however in the vast majority of situations their losses are always compounded they end up compounding their losses as the market now moves against them for longer periods of time longer than they predicted or anticipated so you see why this this typical error may be you know less dangerous if you are a long-term investor yeah but it is far too risky if you're a day trader i mean as a swing trader investor i mean if you're very setting away the market selling so although there's no 100 setting so you can add to business positions yeah you can invest though because the markets can actually you know be in a drawdown hoping to reverse you know those guys are trading weekly monthly then it's fine as a day trader many beginner traders not just many many beginner traders are day traders do not add to your losing positions yeah so to prevent temptation of adding to your losses, one thing you should do is open a trade with a position you can manage. A position that you know that if it hits stop loss, you can afford to lose that money. It is because people do not you know trading what they can afford to lose. That's why they even tend to add losing position. Because when they see that these losses are not getting too much, you'll be like, oh my things so let me add more in case the market reverses to not give me more. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. Seventh common mistakes beginner traders make is over leveraging. Oh my god. And this one doesn't even only apply to fresh traders, it applies to people traders, especially those that trade or margin trading or leverage trading on binance and you know all these futures should get this trust me leverage and money trading is fantastic it's awesome yeah you know, you know it allows you to trade with more money than you have in your account giving you additional market exposure however this is only beneficial to you if you have a consistently profitable approach with a high probability of success if you are a losing trader you don't have a successful plan leveraging will just simply multiply your losses to compound your losses for you and give it back to you chop from the market so if you do not have a trading plan or you don't have you have not properly you know positioned yourself to be a profitable trader over leveraging will just be to your advantage because you end up increasing your losses and your mistakes that's one thing many people don't look at they just say oh leverage i can make more money they even look at the losses but leverage raises both your earnings and your losses in the same proportion as a result if not properly understood and managed high leverage can swiftly wipe out your trading account when i say swiftly i mean sharp sharp it will clear your account yeah to swiftly wipe out your trading account and there is also a psychological um, factor to consider you know how we see that trading is more of psychological than political yeah there, there's always there, there's a psychological factor to consider being that since traders who are dealing with stock positions are more likely to act rationally when you use high leverage your risk on a single trade is higher 
and this leads to you know something like a psychological strain you know fear doubt all these psychological issues you start facing pressure when you are trading why because you are trading with a large position size larger than you can manage and this is very wrong very very wrong but leveraging is wrong it is a mistake a whole lot of you Eighth mistake is trading without a stop loss. Oh my God, I did this to my early days. Just all these things I mentioned, I did them. That's why I can totally relate. Trading without a stop loss, you know, the assumption that the market is just going to miraculously, you know, go your way. <laughs> She's the most inexperienced for that refuse to use a stop loss order. And what's a stop loss? A stop loss is simply that order, you know, that instructs your broker to close your position for you, even if you are not online. You know, once you take particular level of loss, you are telling your broker that, oh man, I don't do again, yeah, this loss don't do. That is what a stop loss order is. So you are setting that order at a specific level, telling the market to close, you know, a trade for you. So see those losses you make in trading as this kind of thing. The most inexperienced for you that refuse to use a stop loss order. And this is an order that instructs telling your broker that woman not do again. Close this trade for me. That's what the stop loss order is. So if you're not using a stop loss, you're simply just exposing yourself to more risk. As a result, it things not go your way. You're now exposing yourself to so much losses. You are now leaving yourself vulnerable to large forces that can happen against your position. 50, 70, 80, 90 people, the news comes out, zoom. It wipes out your account, liquidation, boom happens a lot yeah not only for it in, in crypto too but this episode is not really for today we're talking for it you know, but we can definitely learn a lot so like i said every four shooter should use a stop loss order when you use a stop loss order your trade you are removing that significant amount of risk you know, the stop loss keeps you from losing more money than you can afford even if you end up losing that trade so yeah number nine mistake traders make is revenge trading oh my god this <laughs> one thing a whole lot of traders do and this one thing i did in my early days of trading like i said all these mistakes i've made them i've made them that's why i can so relate and it's just so clear in my head revenge trading see when, when it, as a trader yeah, it's very normal that when you experience you no know, substantial amount of loss revenge trading is the first thing that comes to your mind that's like the normal and emotional reaction even till today yeah, some of us they have those kind of reactions but then because we have spent some time in the market and we know how to control these things we just step out okay so revenge trading is something that happens yeah so like i say when each other experiences you know a very huge amount of loss so the first reaction is up on my revenge market then they enter on that trade you know thinking that their next move is going to be a win they don't even try to analyze properly or review you know the approach their goal right now is just to quickly recover the money they've lost you know that's revenge trading the theory of revenge trading is so that they are placing on that trade which you assume before profitable just after making a loss thinking that oh you can recover these losses swiftly and you know and trust me more often than not this is a big lie because the next trade will end up in a loss you will still lose money and lose money and lose money until you stop preventing trading so it's always caused by you know a variety of emotions you know anger fear shame greedy shame i, I added shame right? because some traders are ashamed of losing. I mean, why should you be ashamed of losing? Like I said, I see losses as business expenses. I mean, when you have a shop or an office, you are definitely going to employ staff that you pay. You buy fuel, you pay your water bills, you pay your electricity bills. You do a whole lot that involves spending. So these losses, see these losses as those things you are doing when money is leaving your accounts. As business expenses, right? So losses will always happen. Some traders are ashamed of losing. I don't know why. Maybe because they've made their audience believe that losses are what will not happen. But these things will happen. So eventually, you should never be that portion when you lose a trade. See, these emotions I mentioned, anger, fear, shame, greed, and the whole lot, they are like the root cause of this illogical behavior of the trade. Yeah. And it's, I'm sure, like I said, it has influenced every trader at every point, you know, at some point in time or the other throughout their career. So new traders are not like the only ones who engage in revenge trading. Even seasoned traders and traders with years of expertise, they might fall prey to this, you know, to this tactic of revenge trading. And this all makes it more irrational. That's not just newbies, even seasoned traders still do. Like I said, 
Sometimes you know that you just enter the market shop all the time, but because you spend time in the market, you know that these things are just illusions. All right. The traders that resort to venture they usually end up entering with double of the initial position or, or you know triple. They want to you know recoup their losses, you know, and get wins fast, fast, fast. You know, that's a big lie. So to avoid revenge trading, yeah, take a step back when you take a loss. Take a step back, examine yourself, assess the market conditions, and most importantly, stay disciplined. Yeah, discipline is very hard in trading is achievable all right number 10 mistakes traders make is attempting to predict the news oh my god don't ever do this do not and a whole lot of people still fall prey to this things all these news events they are traps they are traps they all define patient account with a blow. These are traps. Start many economic news releases here. Several for experience newly rise and fall dramatically. You know, trying to predict which way the pair will move and placing a trade before the news is out appears to be a simple method, you know, to some people that you know they can generate profit. I mean, even some traders, even when I started trading, like people that took me, made us believe that trading the news was like the best thing to do. I mean, they said that their traders just come out once in a month and they just trade. Yeah right all i care but this is not a systematic approach to trading this should not be a systematic approach before setting on your long-term trend the afternoon is releases yeah the price will just frequently swing it most likely swings in both directions like it don't buy and sells dramatically and swiftly sharp sharp it happens you see your account on one <laughs> it happens a lot i think my first account that was all blue first friday november was it november or december i can't remember just that november december 2019 my first account that was all blue nft zoo zoo 1 30 pm news came money don't go so when some economic you know news releases are you know announced markets move dramatically swiftly sometimes in both directions yeah you're just likely to be in a huge losing trade just like you're also likely to be in a huge win within seconds so i would say trying to predict the news is just like gambling because you don't know where this thing is going to lead to you might study all the economic data ahead of the news you can only be sure to a certain level you cannot be 100 percent sure where this market is going to head and that issue with trading the news is that the difference in the ask price and bid price just substantially becomes wider than usual within seconds and then after the announcement you know, it just increases yeah and you might not be able to even get liquidity required to exit your position at the desired price let's say you want trading this right because the spread has increased so rather than trying to predict the market traction to develop a technique that allows you to enter a trade way before the news is out or maybe you now get positioned after the news so before the news is out here, yeah, like that that's one method of like but I don't even check if there's going to be news or not. I just do my think analysis and leave the market when I'm trading for it. It's when I need to you know do crypto and now check out for all these fundamentals and sentimental and on-chain analysis and all of that. But when it comes for it, I do my TA in the market, yeah. I don't care if the news is going to head in my way or not. Once I've followed my trading system, that's it. So those are two things you can do. You either enter before the news is out, way before the news is out, or you enter after the news has been released. Now, the best thing to do, this is the thought to sit on your hands and do nothing. <laughs> Sometimes this is why I do, I do nothing. Like, I don't even try to buy or sell. I'll just sit on my hands and do nothing. All right? So trying to predict this is another mistake many beginners should have made. Eleventh mistake. I was just talking about 12 mistakes on them. Rounding up. But nice. You know, get interaction everybody you know hear opinions of same things 11 mistakes trading correlated peers oh my god you see someone just one person trading euro usd gbp usd nzd usd aud usd usd jp you won't kill yourself why you won't kill yourself why you won't buy yourself come on you don't need to do that why should you trade correlated peers you know you probably heard that you know variety is beneficial you know diversification is a trading strategy you know all this motivation you know, it's based on your knowledge, experience, and product to trade. Trust me, if you believe in diversification, you may be tempted to you know, want to trade, um, you know, conduct numerous trades at once, you know, 
trade several players, created players at once, rather than just one. Trust me, they are just prisoners. You know, there's a strong likelihood that many forex players that are associated here that look at like if you notice a similar trade setup on one, it's the same thing for all of them. When players are correlated, they move in unison. You know, meaning you most certainly win or lose on all trades. So what have you succeeded? You have succeeded in spreading your losses across. Why should you do such? Why? Why should you do such? Why? Think about analyzing your US. Once you've analyzed your US, it's not buy. Most likely GP US will be buy. AGS will be buy. AZUS will be buy. USGP will be sell. USCTF will be sell. USC can be sell. So why should you not trade? Just carry yourself. Go trade like seven, eight USDPs. You won't kill yourself. When you do this, there's just this strong likelihood that you either end up winning everything or losing everything. Why? Because they're correlated. So don't trade correlated pairs. Yeah. Remember when <laughs> I really don't like telling you because he kind of shades one of my guys. Well, he's very necessary. Being that he now knows better. Yeah? So it's no longer a shade. Now you're more like talking about the past, like we did last week and we shared experiences and all of that. This particular guy, this guy likes to trade. You just pick up with money. Ah, almost biggest GPY. I don't realize. I mean, the bike does end up at five years five years card. Buy USD. See, as this point was by all the USD quotes to sell, say USD, say GPS, say USD. Like, bro, calm down. You don't even analyze. I'm not tagging anybody. <laughs> I'm not tagging anybody. Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, paint a scenario so we can actually relate. And even if I did not have so much knowledge of the market at that time, I just felt like this thing wasn't right. I mean, if one is losing, everything loses. Why should you even do that? So I don't get it. Alpha, bro. Do the trade for this. Ah, you know, you would think with how just trade your own, make I trade my own, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's how it was, yeah. So trust me, yeah, you should not be doing this in trading corrected phase. It's something you should not be doing. Yeah. Last one, last mistake many traders make, which is not even the last one, actually. I think I noted down 13. Quite interesting. Nice. Very nice. The 12 to 1 is taking profits too quickly. You see, nice that as a trader, you know, your main goal is to minimize losses and maximize profit. Normal. But some new traders just tend to take profit too quickly. And people that take profit quickly are the same people that hold on to losses very long. Like, they just believe that more this thing will reverse. Holding on to losing position for too long, yeah, you just end up shooting yourself in the leg, yeah. But there's some people that hold on to losing positions for so long and they take profit too quickly. At first, yeah, this may not appear like you know, it's a significant error, like okay, if I'm making profit, they might be small about making profits. But if you are doing this on a regular basis, yeah, what I do, you are just significantly reducing your earning potential. You are just doing yourself. Regrettably, this is like a more difficult problem to tackle than some of the problems I talked about because it's more psychological. You just have this fear or this you know, lack of confidence in yourself that I'm not sure this is going to hit TP. And most of the time, the, the, the trades you end up closing out or too quickly are the ones that will not hit TP. You want TP of 150 pips and you'll be like, yeah, my head, oh, this one, you know, I take profit at 20 pips. Who does that? You see? So there are many legitimate reasons to exit a trade, right? You know, earlier than intended. Probably, you know, your pair has entered consolidation or, you know, just so fresh information, you know, that there's on the market to change and all of that. But once you've analyzed the market, like I always tell my explain at the beginning of analyzing markets, you have your entry, your exit, your surplus. Let the market do its thing. Let the market play out as you want. You know, many traders miss out on profit because they act out of fear or greed rather than a sensible assessment of the relevant technical or fundamental indications that they need. Right? Now the ideal option to solve this problem is to develop a strategy and stick to it. A clear, well thought out strategy. You know, not just any strategy and stick to it. Now sticking to it is like the hardest part of training. I always say everybody can develop a strategy. I mean anybody can just wake up and say, ah, you know, once my moving average crosses my stochastic oscillator and then my RSI pulls it upwards, I'm going to look at my Chimoku. I know I'm going to see if my Bollinger bands are bouncing off the edges and blah 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 blah. This is for the kid dog idea. You can have a, a fantastic strategy. But can you actually stick to that strategy? It's like the hardest part of trading. There's one thing to have a strategy, 
is another thing to stick to that strategy. Yeah. So the solution to taking profitability to have a strategy clear what what our trading strategy. Last mistakes men traders make, yeah, common mistakes men traders make is not knowing when not to trade. Like it doesn't say in two episodes ago, he said it's not even when not to trade. He said it's when never to trade. And there are times you should never kick or trade. Yeah. And the funny part is that, you know, when you just get into the market as a newbie trader, just like I was, you know, in my early days, you believe that trading is all about you looking for signals, chasing the next big gain, experimenting new methods, trying out new strategies, moving from one target to another, you're waiting for the pin, probably waiting for the pin bag to print, or, you know, a bridge, a golfing, you know, or hoping that a gap will close, or, you know, you're waiting for that midnight gap, you have set your five bucks points, and doing a whole lot of things. Yeah. Let me believe that this is what trading is, and that's wrong. Trading is not you always looking for what will happen next or trying to always be in the market. Men do that still because they are always they are always wanting to be in the market. They want to enter a trade every time because they feel that's the only way they can make money. However, the fact is that if you are trade you make, it's better your outcome of winning. Now it may seem unusual at first, like it may seem weird, like come on, what you are saying if we step out of the market more, we're going to make more money. Yes, the more time you spend the lesser the all this market is not here to favor you yeah i mean i've worked with a good number of traders probably up to you know 50 60 traders i've noticed that once a trader adopts the mindset of trading less their results becomes exponential their results almost always increase so you must learn to trade from a calm and relaxed perspective yeah instead of wanting to be in the market all the time if you are frequently you know upset or anxious or overwhelmed learn to trade from a calm and relaxed perspective filter the noise take a calculated approach like i always see systematic approach and this is one of the topics in my upcoming bootcamp systemization the cynic when not something that is so important filter the noise take a calculated approach like a sniper i don't know if you've seen all these you know bleaching movies people who handle the sniper who you know, shoot or who snipe snipers basically they're not really people who just come out like those theories and they're just shooting at first like no first of all they look for high grounds why look for high grounds they're trying to observe the whole area it's like you analyzing the market now see yourself as a sniper what do face they first look for high grounds so when they get high ground they you know observe so in this period of observe is really able to you analyzing the market next thing you go down and they now zoom in on their targets or the area they are looking to target you know as you that's the next thing you do throughout the zone you now watch you know ignore the whole market now you can analyze the whole market go down to your zone in what kind of thing Honing into the market, honing into the market, and the next thing is that they're shooting their targets. That's what snipers do. You see, they are very, very calculative. Their approach is systematic, as I should be too as a trader. So now, when they're shooting, that is now you executing your trade. You know, ta ta, executing your trade. Systematic approach. So you, you're only pulling the trigger when you find the setup that meets all of your criteria, and then when you're also emotionally balanced, psychologically balanced. You no know, way you are frustrated about the previous loss and you're trying to you know, just get in the market at all means. You know. That is no way you should be trading. I mean, come think of it. How how would how would you approach trading if you're only permitted to execute three trades a week? Trust me, that would be perfect. You know, the principle of three trades per week is powerful. And cherry picking trades, you know, will completely change your equity curve. You know, not just you trying to jump in the market all the time. You gradually taking out times, you know. Take take the, the ones that you know that meet your trading checklist. Now think about all the trades that you've executed. Now let's see your trader about all the trades you've executed and then that, that ended up as a loss. You'd see that there's something similar to almost all of them. Yeah. At some point in time, wait you before you get a trade or after you get it, you'll have say ah or more like saying ah, look at this trade. You know, you'll have thought to yourself that ah, I will have just stayed out of the market. You know, all the trades that you lost, or most of them, think about it, they will have the similar the same. Why? Because they even take out time to properly approach the market. Yeah. It is reasonable to suppose that the majority of traders will do far better if they start trading less frequently. But trust me, there's always this next big step up to look forward to. You can always chill out for the market's not running away. Like I always say, the market will be here when you die. 
where you don't die, they may this market will see this. Wait till you won't kill yourself. Always, always take out there. Know when not to trade. Okay. So you cannot demand what you in front of the trade you lost. You cannot. Once you lost, you lost the trade. But can actually sit on your hands and do nothing when you should know. So like I said, trading is a very risky activity. It's highly risky. Yeah. But there are steps you can take to reduce your risk. You know, being able to avoid the mistakes I've talked about, all these 13 mistakes I've talked about will definitely help you become a more structured, you know, and constructive trader to make your approach the market in a more structured and constructive manner and you start smashing your trading objectives. All right. So I think I've spoken, I've spoken, you know, so much. And um, there are some guys, this is what makes imprints quite different. Yeah, because always have imprints and interactive podcast always have a section for the interaction. So if you know you want to speak, I think there was someone wanting to speak, raising his hand. So if you know you want to speak, yeah, just go ahead and raise your hand in the chat box and I'll mute you. you know, let's hear your opinion. Yeah, probably you've learned something today. You want to share more mistakes you've made or you just want to see, just want people to know, know experience, your experience in trading. Raise your hands, I'll unmute you and let the interactive section begin. Oh, fantastic. We have Ayo here. Ayo, you know, yeah, 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 always set you up to speak. You, you started trading before me and it's so exciting, you know, always having you here. So even if Ayo would not want to speak, Ayo, please unmute yourself and let's hear from you, you know bless us with your words of wisdom sir good evening actually i was going to speak but to give other people the ground to speak oh all right all right okay today's session is even though it's quite similar to last week's session but this one is more detailed and them specific talking about common mistakes everything you've said is legit is confirmed there is no lie there and the truth is if we can if we knew most of these things when we started probably our journey would be shorter also we would have not gone through a lot of torture so when we say when podcasts like this are organized and people are talking about the mistakes and how you can avoid them it's not because we want to come and show off I personally, I just keep quiet and just listen. It's not because we want to come and show, but it's because out of a pitiful mind, we don't want you to go through the same torture. And this is one reason why a lot of people give up. Because trading is torturous. It's just like someone playing with knife. Once you make a mistake, trading will to beat you back. Once you make a mistake, whether it's a conscious mistake or an unconscious mistake, you will get beaten by the market. The market does not respect your emotions. It doesn't respect your feelings. So if you keep on making these mistakes, the market will keep on biting you. And there are people that join trading and they don't have the fortitude to bear this long process and the opt-outs because they just can't bear it. A lot of people just can't be. But if you listen to this type of podcast and you also put what has been said to work, it will reduce your journey and it will reduce the torture you will go through. Because the truth is, emotional torture is not least. That's why most people that have traded for a long period of time or that have struggled for a long period of time before getting trading right, they are sort of toughened up by reason of the emotional torture that they've been through. So basically, I will not be mentioning any more mistakes, but I just want to give us two things that can help you if you are making these mistakes. It's one thing to make these mistakes. It's another thing to have things that can help you. So number one thing that I will give you is know the type of trader that you are. You have to know the type of trader that you are. This is probably the joker that you have been looking for since. Because it's one thing, like Fortune said, it's one thing to write rules. It's another thing to follow your rules. But if you are not mentally wired up to actually follow those particular rules, you would not be able to follow it and it would be very, very frustrating. If, for instance, you are a fast-paced person, you are someone that likes doing fast things, 
things like that. Maybe you 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 listen to fast-paced music. You like fast things. You don't like slow vibe. You like vibe a lot. And um, you now start trading on the higher time frame. Maybe you are trading the daily time frame, for instance. You now turn yourself to a position trader. Or you are holding trades for two or three days. I can bet you trading will be very torturous for you, because that is not your realm. That is not where your mind is comfortable dealing with. But somebody that likes a fast-paced environment will be someone that will do well in terms of scalping. For instance, someone like me, I don't, I don't actually like a fast-paced environment. In short, once the vibe starts getting it heated up, I actually need to go out and go somewhere quiet. I really love being quiet. <laughs> I don't even listen to music, safe. It's, it's very, it's very strange. But then that's just the kind of person that I am. So. If someone like me goes and becomes a scalper, I will do very, very bad and I'll blame myself. Now, no matter the type of rule I've written down, no matter the type of motivation I've told myself, it is not just my own. It's just like, okay, in school, for instance, a lot of us were pushed to art, science, and commercial, whatever. If somebody that knew how to draw but was not good in maths is pushed to a science class, the guy will keep doing worse. But it's not because he's a dollar naturally. He's not just in his realm. So you must know the type of trader that you are. Know your personality type. Are you someone that likes fast-paced environment or a slow-paced environment? Are you someone that likes trading all the time? Are you someone that likes trading less of the time? Because the truth is, I've seen people that trade a lot of times and and they make profit also. And I've seen people also that trade less times and they make profit. If, for instance, in a day, you make up your mind that you are just going to risk, um, like Fortune says, 0.5% of your trade. If you are someone that likes action, that don't like just sitting in one place, you are not naturally a quiet person. Nothing stops you from taking 10 trades with your 0.5% risk. So you break down that 0.5% risk to accommodate 10 trades so that you can always be active. Since you are someone that likes active, an active environment. If you are someone that you don't like an active environment, you will not do well taking 10 trades a day, maybe one or two. So that your 0.5% risk, you break it into one or two trades. So understanding your type of personality will help you to know which rules you will function with. It's one thing to write rules, it's another to be able to follow it. And you can only follow a rule that is internally convenient for you so that you don't begin to outwork yourself and, and follow a very frustrating journey. And uh, number two is journaling. That's having a journal whereby you write your trades in. The outcome, the risks you took, what was going on in your mind while you were taking the trade. I can tell you, if you're not ready, journaling is the key to self-improving. If you cannot journal, forget it, you can't improve. This game is a game of constant improvement. What journaling does is that it creates a self-detecting mechanism for you. If you own a car, you know, there are times, there are these mechanic stores you can take it to and they just put your car on the scale and the system itself would say where the fault is in your car. That is what journaling does for you. When you write all the trades that you take, why you took them. Now, when, when you begin to write why you took your trades, I mean, with a pure heart. At the end of the day, you realize that there are some trades you took that were not actually in line with your trading system. You realize where your error is. Okay, for instance, today, Fortune was talking about trading correlation. Naturally, in my, in my trading rules, I don't take correlation trades. So yesterday, I had a trade on AUDUSD. I set a sell limit and then price triggered it. And while waiting for the reaction, so today I wanted to take my trades and um, I saw a, a buy scenario on GBPUSD. Now, instantly, my instinct hit me that, okay, I'm not supposed to take this trade. But then I went around again, I didn't see any other trade. So I decided, okay, 
my emotions took over and then I wanted to take the trade. Then I took the trade. So I found an entry for GBP USD for buy. And then mind you, I was selling AUD USD. Naturally, I knew this was wrong. But then emotions, once it comes on stage, you might not really be able to control it. And so I took the trade and then the trade turned out to be a loser. Now, before the trade played out, I already wrote it out in my um, journal. So immediately it happened. I just checked my journal and then I knew that, oh, I was taking, I took a correlation trade, which was wrong. So I knew the reason why I lost that trade and I knew the errors on my part. So I knew that, okay, I think I need to start watching myself. I need to start creating rules that guide me against taking correlation trades. So when you journal your trades down, what it does is that it helps you to, to detect where the problem is within you. You don't have to keep on going to meet other people or getting just frustrated without knowing where the error is coming from. If, for instance, you have a problem following risk, when if you consistently journal, you realize when you are using big lot size, when you are not using a consistent lot size, and you will know where the problem is, and you will know where to look for the solution towards. So that's basically what I have for us. Um, thank you very much for sure. Okay. All right, thank you so much. Thank you so much, AY. Um, AY has shared two very, very, very valuable points. Knowing the type of journal you are, and also journaling. Right, so I'm not going to waste time to journal everything they said before. We just have Johnson. Johnson has been raising his hand for the past few minutes. So Johnson, please go ahead. The floor is yours. Thank you very much, Fortune, for the opportunity. And thank you very much, Ayo. You spoke really well. I have really learned a lot of things in this podcast. It has been a fantastic one. And just like I've learned, I think that as a new trader or somebody who is new to the financial market, I believe that if you um, learn from all these mistakes that traders make, um, I think it will put you ahead because you know that in life, you cannot live to make all the mistakes that people have made. But when you learn from the mistakes that people have made and you prevent making the same mistakes it already puts you ahead so personally that is what i have to point out and it has been a lovely section and i'm enjoying it thank you all right so do we have any other person to contribute before we round off tonight's section okay diamond is here go ahead diamond thank you very much Button. thank you Ayo, for that wonderful contribution i think that a lot of the mistakes that traders whether new traders or people who are should i say old hands are trading a lot of the mistakes that they make are usually emotion-based mistakes and you wouldn't blame them for that right partly because um, we are humans and in ourselves we are emotional beings right so a lot of mistakes that we tend to make are usually emotional mistakes and one of the ones that could actually kill you as fast as any other one the fear of missing out or the mistake of fear of missing out and this one does not really apply to only forex basically almost in every sphere of life you can see people who are always scared of missing out right i'll give a perfect example i was reading a tweet and the guy he was talking about people thinking that we are too late he's a crypto guy he is like like deeply into DeFi. so he was saying he bought bitcoin in 2013 and when he bought it then he felt it was too late and then this is where we are now you can go and check the price of bitcoin in 2013 the current price of bitcoin he said he got into defi 2020 like late 2020 that was like well after defi summer again he would have felt like he missed it so many people also feel that after the major bull one that we had in crypto for example in 2021 
the chance of making life-changing money, like people make 20 grand, might not be there again, right? So basically, you might even in your local environment, uh, people you see, you look at your yourself, you look at people that are probably around you, and you say, ah, this person has gotten here, this person has gotten here, look at where I am. So basically, you think you are scared of, you are going to miss out on life, probably the kind of life you are supposed to be, you think you should be having at your age right as opposed to what you are seeing other people have so it's one thing that we should really consider when you decide to do the bank trading sometimes also as a result of fear of missing out you feel ah they are my mates that have already gone far here why should i take a loss let me just quickly revenge trade and make back that loss that i took and most of the time like 95 percent of the time if not more it's usually another loss and the funny thing is if you take a loss, for example, you take a trade, you lost, let's say, $50. When you revenge trade, there's a high probability that you are going to lose even more, right? Because when revenge trading, for example, you may say you are not using SL. You want to monitor the trade yourself, so you decide not to use SL. If you are trading in volatile market conditions, it could even go more than where you would have set your SL normally. There are chances that you use a higher lot size because, let's say, you lost $50 with, let's say, at 0.2 lots right you might say you want to make the money back quickly decide to use 0.5 lots basically all that thing is still part of what FOMO can cause so I think it's something that we should really really be wary of FOMO the fear of missing out and why we should be wary of that we should also be wary of the fact that a lot of us just unnecessarily pressure ourselves and for me it doesn't amount to anything really if you look at other people for example you see these people are doing well and you don't know what amount of work they are putting in right so you just want to you think it's magic right so you think they are just jumping to their charts and clicking buy and clicking sell and then they are making money you are not putting in the required work both in terms of learning you're not putting the required work in terms of emotions in terms of psychology in terms of risk management you are just not putting the required work eventually what happens is that you just find out that you are running against yourself that is like you are pushing yourself backward and these things usually have a lot of ripple effects so that's something that we should really, really take note of i just said i should share this with us thank you all right it's been a wonderful time to have with all of you so much information has been spilled so much knowledge has been shared and i believe every single one of you made good use of all your listeners and welcome to the imprint thank you for tuning in to the imprint with fortune edwards we see every single one of you and we do not take you for granted don't forget to follow us across all social media platforms where we share valuable content on a regular basis. Engage our posts, like, comment, share, tweet, retweet, you know, and repost. We're on Twitter and Instagram as at the imprint underscore underscore. And then we're on Facebook and TikTok as at the imprint. We do educational articles on Medium. Yeah, just look for the imprint on Medium. We have articles there. You can read up educational articles. Yeah. You can always read up and it should be awesome. Yeah. You know, listen to our previous episodes on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, and Paul, and a whole lot more. Just search for the imprint is for Edwards and all previous episodes from 19 downwards will be staring right at you guys. Catch me next week at a free three-day business workshop organized by Cloud. All the Lima success as Cracky and my humble self will be hosting the event. I will be sharing so much value. The theme is starting up and we'll be equipping you with everything you need to know about starting up a business from digital skills to business itself to finances starting on monday the 25th and we run till wednesday 27th the venue is clubhouse and it's 5 p.m make sure you attend 5 p.m day so yeah so we're doing a heavy social media push for this program for this business event tomorrow please be involved do enjoy the rest of your week signing out 
fortunate words of the beyond hope thank you guys